everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely submissions from all over the internet and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rhea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. Ooh, I like that little basketball opening. AJ, I have wonderful news. I don't know if you'll know about it, though. Have you I ever... probably know all of it. I have an approximate knowledge of all things on the internet. Really quick, quickly, tell me, what is Colossal Cave? It's a big cave. What <laughs> do you mean, idiot? It says right there on the tin. <laughs> no, uh, it, so it, this is, like, a, not sponsored or whatever. It's just, like, this is something I came across in my own, like, searching. I thought, and I think it's just so fucking cool that this happened. And I just want to get, I just want to get out there. So Colossal Cave is, like, a game from 1975 um, that was a complete, like, family adventure text-based game where you're just like in a giant cave and you got to like figure your way out and explore the cave and it's just like it's incredibly dense it's incredibly hard um but it's like it's it is the game that inspired like all of like sierra and and lucas arts games um which you know is like like the point and click and like the text-based movement and stuff like that uh like king's quest space quest uh fucking uh, what's that one piece of shit uh raunchy game something larry laser suit larry inspired all that laser stuff. shoot larry get this this tech a text-based game got a fucking vr adaption so you can like oh yes hey, so you, i'm looking at it on steam right now it's it's so bizarre so it's it, not the is it the point and click uh which one is this yeah, Are you talking about this release from Cygnus Gaming Inter- or Cygnus Entertaining? Yeah. God damn it. I cannot read or talk today. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's just like uh, – actually, sorry. This isn't um, – no, it is reimagined by Roberta Williams. Okay, so Roberta Williams, if I remember correctly, my, my history – This says is- by Will Crowther and Don Woods, acclaimed game designer – Roberta Williams brings you her vision. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's Roberta, Roberta Williams. Williams? Uh, Roberta Williams is one of the co-founders of Sierra Games. So if I remember my history correctly, she played Colossal Gave the, the game, the text-based adventure, and she loved how stupidly hard and dense it was, and that's what made her want to create King's Quest. And then that also led into Space Quest and all the other magnificent games of, like, the early 80s. And, like, it, it, it fantastic, fantastic. And I just think it's so fucking cool. Like, it, it, here's here's a game that is, like, from, God, what is it now? So, 1975, so, like, 40, almost 45 years, no, 43 years ago. Like, that's... That's, like, as old as my dad. That's as old as... <laughs> Your dad's 43? He's a young man. My dad might be 45. Yeah, they had me when he was 18. Damn. Hey, shout out to all the young parents out there. I think my I think my mom had my older sister at 17 and me at 18. So, hell yeah. Good for them. We, we love young parents. Um, no, so it just... It, how cool is that? It just started as, like, a text-based adventure, and now it's this whole VR experience. And I'm just so curious to see how you adapt that. And, like, also to hear, like, I, I would be so curious to see, like, if somebody who grew up playing, like, the text-based adventure and, like, they had their own, like, visions of how things played out, what things looked like, and, like, how accurate this game is to that. Um, just fascinating. Fascinating to me. It was, like, a little piece of game news I wanted people to, uh, I wanted people to know about. AJ, oh, tell me, cool. what, what's, what sick game news have you brought to the forefront? Oh, I have one piece of video game news. I beat God of War Ragnarok, which oh, is video shit. game news. Was it good? Game of the year worthy? 
That was all right. There's no oh, Sifu. Oh, no. There's no Sifu? <laughs> um, no, God of War Ragnarok actually is really good. I think one of the best things that I can really say about it is that um, this is the actual sequel to the gritty father figure learning how to love his child video game that we've been getting so many of in the last couple of years. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok is actually interested in looking at who the who kratos god of war is shaping like who is the child that he is raising and what is he actually like Mm -hmm. this is the game this is a game about kratos discovering that his kid is a fully functional powerhouse and is a partner in a team there is a partner and not just a child on the adventure there are moments where he has to actually trust kratos or there are moments where you have to actually trust Atreus's judgment, which I find absolutely fascinating Ooh. because this is the step that we never get out of games like Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Like the closest we get in Last of Us is Joel being like, "Here you go, Ellie, have a gun." But like, yeah, be, Ellie be my still sniper. isn't able yeah. to make any calls up through the, to the end of the game unless she's yeah. having to make decisions on her own because she's been left alone. Yeah. God of War is actually forcing Kratos to say, what are the calls that this person that I've raised is making? And are those, in fact, the better calls to be made? And I find that so good and so interesting. I love uh, that especially It's my favorite Gritty Dad video game. I, I, I love that especially because, like, Kratos is presumably have been has been living for hundreds of years, right? He's not, yeah. like, he's not just like a 40-year-old like a dad dad he's like a 400 year old dad he's not so, big on teams he's not big on teams but also like the fact that he has lived for such a long time and realizes that he still doesn't know everything and has to trust other people to chime in and even if it, like because atreus is only like 16 or 18 years old in the second game right he's yeah, not he's, he's not like years. 20 yeah he's not he's not like a, he's not he's still like a kid so the fact that Kratos is like un- is willing to give up their like authority to somebody that potentially knows better shows like one Kratos is like fucking learning and becoming a better dad or trying to be a better dad and that excites the shit out of me. That's awesome. That's I think that's cool. also another fascinating line of that writing in that video game is the fact that it's all the same canon from the old playstation and psp games Mm -hmm. and so there will be times where characters call back to events that happened back then but kratos's tone is so different back then he was a raging horny monster that killed and fucked anything in front of him and now (laughs) when he talks about those events he's like ah i remember my brother i missed him very much and it's like dog you killed everything to get to your brother you sound so like kratos is like in retrospect, things got a little bit out of hand. <laughs> Dog, you scooped someone's eyes out and ripped their whole legs off to steal their shoes. Yeah, they got a little out of hand, my man. I wonder, do you think somebody's made a supercut yet of, like, taking the scenes <laughs> from, like, I, rem- I, I remember I remember my, bren- my, fa- my brother fondly, and it smash cuts to, like, him doing the shit that he does, and then it smash cuts back to, like, modern uh, God of War, he's like, Ah, I regret that. <laughs> I, I used a spear uh, once before to help my brother get out of hell. Cuts <laughs> to him just stabbing everyone with the sword and shield combo. <laughs> and I, I good think, game. I, 
All right. Speaking Blake, of good, good we're not game. here to talk about other video games. Yeah. though. we're here to talk about our video games. Ooh. Okay. All right. So we 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 take a video game submissions from the audience, right? Where where can they give us a submission? I believe they can give us submissions on Twitter.com, on Reddit, Ooh. on YouTube. You continue uh. to make that push, and I've given up all hope of stopping you, you horrible monster. I mean, you haven't or stopped even... me because you you got pushed into a corner due to Elon Musk being like, hey, uh, accept submissions elsewhere other than Twitter now because Twitter this Twitter's going to fucking blow up. First he took Grimes from us, and now he's taking Twitter from us. Jesus, and actually, Grimes is their own independent person that made their own bad decisions. Do you want to give the first game submission, or do you want me to give the first game submission? You can give the first game submission. All right, this one comes to us on Elon Musk's Twitter from Scenic, local catastrophe at will repair shop. Nintendogs VR, a horror game. AJ, I have been thinking nonstop about Doki Doki Literature Club and how it did like the 180 twist on us. I, I still have not played Doki Doki Literature you Club. You haven't played Doki Doki Literature Club? That game fucking rules. It's I so know good. That it's a visual novel that at some point looks at you and says, hello, gamer. You want to watch these 2D girls die? Oh. And I said, no, thank you. Not very much. They seem pretty nice. And I'm they're like, so... anyways. And then I... they stab them to death. I'm so upset that you know, like, the twist to Doki Doki Literature Club. Like, I went into that not Doug, knowing. What do you mean twist? That's the whole anchor Dude, of no, the no, game. No, no, nobody no. says, nobody no. ever sold me on Doki Doki Literature Club saying, like, oh, this is a really funny visual novel. It, Everybody it... told me, oh, you should play this horror visual novel novel and then sent me a link to doki doki like no but it's, it's not like, a twist it, it, I no know. it totally is a twist because like three-fourths of the game is just a dumb fucking like visual novel and then it's not like a twist if someone says check out this horror video game and then gives you the horror video game i mean it, it's still a twist i mean like the person i'd be like if i said hey check this out you'll never guess what genre this is and then i sent you a photo of scream this is different. No, the, everything on the tin. Everything on the tin is like is like cutesy, dumb visual novel. Also, just because like somebody, just because somebody spoils the twist doesn't make it not a twist game. You know? Oh yeah, that's fair. Like it, it, it's like saying, "Hey, watch Sixth Sense." There's a twist. There's a twist at the end. It's like okay, <laughs> but there's still a twist in the movie, even though you know about it. Like, um, but no, it's just like it, it was like. Going back to the the thing that I love so much about Doki Doki is like it is just really cutesy for the majority of it, and then shit just goes bad. Shit just gets bad really fast, and I really would love to take that in Dogs because there are so many people. I never got into it because I just didn't really care for like animal management sim games as a kid. Um, but like people play Nintendo Dogs for the same reason they play Stardew Valley. It's just like they want to escape the real world and they want to relax for a little bit. Totally, two totally great things. I want to punish people for wanting to go to a cutesy world. And I'm trying to figure out what is the best way of doing that. I don't think the... The, <laughs> I, I could, the dog should not die. I'm could, putting a strict embargo on can, killing the puppies I, I, in Nintendo. I, I, I know. I, I want to go more of like an existential horror. And you know what I'm so afraid of? Like anytime I look at my beautiful fat kitty cat Gibbs and I'm like, anytime I look at him... You know the one thing I I fear more than anything? You know the one thing I look at my cat and I'm just like, I would be so fucking scared if this happened. Like, I came home It'd be and be shit happened. in your bed right there. 
no, that's happened before. That's just an inconvenience. But <laughs> no, I'm afraid of just my cat going missing, and I just have no idea. Oh, uh, like you just look there went. and he's gone, and you're just, like, ah, beans. Uh, yeah, I would love to do a game where your animal can just disappear at any moment, at any time, and that is procedurally generated by the game. Um, and you don't know. So it's like you can boot up your game and you're having so much fun with these Nintendogs. You're building up relationships. You're doing these adventures with them. But at some random point along the adventure, they are going to fucking disappear. And you're like, uh-oh, what the fuck happened? So the game is like this existential thing of like you'll never know what happened to that animal. They're just gone. And it could be you wake up one morning, they're gone. You turn your head, they're gone. You leave the room, you're gone. I, I think... That would be... I love this. I think we need to do one extra layer, though. Yes, yes. I don't think it's enough for them to just disappear. I think that they need to move. And somehow we need to create the idea of... Like, before the fear of, oh, no, my pet is gone forever, there's, of course, the fear stage. Um, mm -hmm. My partner's cat... Ron Perlman continues to get outside and we have to always figure out whether he's not supposed to go outside. And if uh -huh. he does get outside, we immediately become frightened because it's like, oh no, if he's outside, where is he? Yeah. And we have to go into search mode. Uh -huh. Then we have to look around the entire... First of all, there's a lockdown phase where we shut all the doors and windows and then have to search the entirety of the inside of the house. If Ron Perlman is not found, then we go into exterior mode where we open the doors and windows and we're like, well, he could still be inside. So we close all of the doors and windows again. But now we leave one person inside to recheck all the spots and two people go outside to check the, you know, local perimesis. Oh, my gosh. Does, does, does and Ron, then, does, does Ron if Perlman... all else fails, then we have to go into the rattle phase, which is where you open all of the doors and windows and then get the cat food out and just start shaking it while walking around and calling the cat's name. Ron uh -huh. Perlman, Ron Perlman, here, kitty, kitty. Yeah, you don't and sound like a And then we person. find the cat. But <laughs> Walking down the street, Ron Perlman, full... Ron Perlman. <laughs> but there is a full three-stage operation to figure out whether or not we have, in fact, lost the cat. If Ron Perlman does not come after the rattling phase, then yeah, we've lost him. And now we enter the dread part of, oh God, oh no, I hope this cat comes back. Uh-huh. Wait, how, he many does. how many times has this happened? Look... You don't – I've seen images of Gibbs. You make sure that that cat is fat and happy. He doesn't go very far when you go into the backyard. That's, most cats uh, play – You'd be surprised. Most cats, no. if you get outside, they're out. They're gone. They're like, awesome. Open air, open pavement. I was born to sprint. Yeah. And then they disappear into other people's yards, and you think to yourself – is that cat cheating on me? That fucking that cat have a second me. life that I don't is, know are, about. Are they getting treats from somebody else? That that bitch. Like, how dare they? <laughs> Maybe the cat comes back. Uh, if Ron Perlman came back fatter, uh -huh. Jax would sim. Uh, Jax and I would be beside ourselves. Uh huh. Okay, hold on. You're bringing up something very interesting, though, to this gameplay. You're, okay, how do so, we how do we introduce the three stage lockdown search function of into Nintendogs? Because it's not enough to just do oh, you look around in the video game space, but mm -hmm. it's fine. You know what? Nintendo has thought about this already. Do you remember the little Pokeball things that you could connect your video games to and walk around with a Pokemon in the ball? Yes. Yes, I do. What if 
we can bring that feature back. And if the animal disappears, you have to walk around your real home until you find the animal <laughs> digitally. <laughs> you have to. Oh, interesting. Oh, so you actually have to search the perimeter around you to find this animal. The okay, video so it's game like... does a 3D scan, and it says that the animal is in these coordinates relative to the Nintendo Switch device. No, Here's it doesn't give catch. you. It doesn't give it you. It has not scanned bullshit. your home. No, no, no. The video game knows where the animal is. You okay. don't. The video game has placed a marker somewhere within the 10 by 10 square of the switch. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Sometimes that could be in a wall. And if it's in a wall, you'll never be able to find the animal. Because oh, you have to take your little Pokeball and like a little search finder, like a little uh, metal uh, detector, please, walk not... around your house. It, please, it's not a Pokeball. It's a, uh, sim- it's, a, it's a plastic Joy-Con that sounds like it has cat food in it, so you have to shake it yes. and walk around. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Joy-Con with – it's a pre-broken Joy-Con that has, <laughs> it a has a rattle. It has a rattly in it, yeah. <laughs> and you have to walk around your whole house shaking it, and, if, and maybe the animal will come back on screen. You won't know. Oh, okay. Can Until I... you come back and look at the TV screen. So you are doing like an actual panic and you don't know when we don't market the game at all to say your cat is going to go missing. Your animal's going to go missing. No. It is just something that has to that will that will just randomly happen. The thing we I, market it as a fun hide and go seek feature. That way the player knows that they need to take out the broken Nintendo Switch Joy-Con to start shaking and find. The the wrinkle I want to do on this. The wrinkle I want to do on this is that I really want to lean into a different kind of horror. So you're right. The game, there is that dread phase of like, oh, fuck, where's my cat? I'm going to search for it. And you know what? The first couple times it happens, you find them. You think it's, oh, this is a cutesy kind of like horror game. Um, I don't think they're thinking horror. I don't think it's horror at all. I think it's a dread video. No, no, no. It's a new type. It's going to get, no, no, no. Stick with me. Stick with me here because I want to show how fucked up people can actually be and how and how desperately we crave connection and how desperately we want animals in our lives. Here's the okay. fucked up game I'm pitching. I'll let so, you cook. So you have this game. It starts off as like a, a standard little Nintendogs augmented reality VR game where you're taking care of your animal, you're feeding them, doing all the goodies. Oh, they disappear one day. You got to go around and search your house or search your backyard. Maybe they kind of like as each time they disappear at random intervals, like maybe the distance they go is further and further. And then one day you're just not able to find them at all, like at all. They're just completely gone. They're not in, they're out of the game. But you couple days go by, you hear some meowing. Oh, oh, there's a kitty cat. I wonder if like I wonder if my cat finally came back. I'm relieved. It's not your cat. It's somebody else's cat who ran away. You find a different cat. And there's this thing of like, oh, am I gonna return this cat? Or am I no. gonna keep this cat? Am I gonna am I gonna steal this person's cat and make them my cat? So you obviously the cat still needs to be fed. It's now you all their meters are low. You need to make sure they have water. They make sure they have cat. Well, guess what? Or make sure they have food. They've grown attached to you. You have the option. This is some other player's cat that ran away from their owner and they have a name. You can tell you can see where this cat came from, where this house, what, what house they came from. But your cat 
maybe you're given like a message like with this cat is like your cat is not coming back this cat is your only option will you return them or are will you, you given a ransom note like no <laughs> i i know just like i want to motivate them to just steal somebody's fucking cat like i i i think okay look I, i'm gonna, I'm gonna they, their options become steal the cat or lose cat forever lose cat forever like you you do not get to if you decide to return this cat your cat is never coming back this game is practically bricked or you have to start a new game or just something like you you don't have a cat anymore i want people to feel that fear that desperation because like i know me i know me is like i i am sure there is a part of my brain that if like it was pushed far enough i could be like i i i need to keep this cat i need to like i need i need something you know and i i I, consciously i would never do that but it's just like i can picture myself being so distraught and so unhappy that'd be just like oh man i I just need that you would trade if gibbs went missing you could find yourself in such dire straits that you would kidnap someone else's cat yeah, I'd be like, I just like, oh, if a cat came up and started like consoling me, and like I, it was super nice. Oh, maybe that adds to the horror. Is like, would you name the cat New Gibbs? New <laughs> Gibbs, uh, twenty, uh, the twenty twenty three model. Um, Gibbs is like Gibbs. You know, he's getting on in his years. He's like a model from like twenty fourteen. You know, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Uh, got, That's like a ten year old cat. Got, yeah, he's a ten year old cat. Like he's he's, you know, he's. I mean, he's still pretty fucking like energetic he can still climb walls can you believe that he can that's the thing i worry about when i let gibbs out into the backyard he can very easily climb up like my back wall which is like at least five and a half feet six feet tall cats are crazy i don't know how they climb i I don't know how he he climbs he's so fat he's just a fat cat yeah what's up you got a game for me it's time we think about another video game idea all right pitch me something this comes from Johnu airing my grievances with all you people at dust in your eyes. Nickelback from the dead, an apocalyptic Ooh. rock opera road trip. Ooh, okay. I love very much inspired by Brutal Legend. I bet. See, I wasn't thinking Brutal Legend. I was thinking something closer to Guitar Hero Aerosmith. But go on about this Brutal Legend idea of yours. How about you go on? Because like I don't. I was what the hell happens in Eros in Guitar Hero Aerosmith? I thought it was just a Guitar Hero game. It is a Guitar Hero game, except you're following the story of Aerosmith as they grow. I think. I think you're Aerosmith in the Aerosmith video game. Is there any plot to any of the go- Guitar Hero games? Uh, yeah. You start out as like a garage band just playing shit shows and then you go to like major stadiums and that's that's it like it's just you go on world tours i honestly i stopped playing when it went to like band specific stuff whereas like the beatles or aerosmith i was like these are two bands i don't really care for like at all so it's just like i those ones were for the dads right was that an attempt to get the dads to play maybe i don't know i think they just kind of like ran out of ideas like Which is a bummer because Guitar Hero is just, it's not a game that needs to evolve. It's just like release a new game with updated graphics. They gave up too early. They gave up before they could do Nickelback from the Dead. Nickelback from the Dead. All right. Let's let's do it this way. Let's let's combine our two ideas. Can we do a Telltale Guitar Hero game? Ooh. Okay. Okay. You're on to something here. So it's like you are. A narrative adventure where you are Nickelback, who has been slain and died in a horrible tour bus accident. But that, what's that? That's right. We get a reference to the hit song by Nickelback, She Keeps Me Up. 
a necromancer has come and risen Nickel back up from the dead because goddammit, you're shit. finishing this tour. Holy shit. Okay, I love that. I love that. There so it's like a it's a post apocalyptic world with like magic and and with like dark magic and shit. I was just imagining a horrible tour bus accident and you're the only zombies in the world. Well, I post apocalyptic world tour. Now this is something. See, that's that's what I'm thinking. It'd be kind of cool where it's like obviously like we could do a kind of a world where um uh, what's that one movie yesterday it's kind of like yesterday where here's this person they Nickelback wake up one day was on tour y- yes the but... apocalypse happens in the middle of their world tour and 200 years go by yes and now a necromancer brings nickel back up from the dead and says you still have to get around the world yes i wh- what i'm what i'm picturing pick pick uh pitching here though is that you mentioned 200 years or i think it should be a longer amount of time enough time has passed that people just don't know nickelback anymore so like they have all their hits and they have all their songs but the memes of nickelback being bad are dead and now they get to have their time to shine yes now people will respect nickelback yeah because they're the best fucking yes. undead zo- they're the best undead rockers in all of the world so but this get, this li- leads into that natural narrative of like they got to prove themselves though so they got to start small like their tour starts in the little shanty town that the necromancer lived and their necromancer is their producer which i think would be great uh is their oh, producer shit. slash released an album last november and i missed it i wonder if it's any good <laughs> question though i i want what? to do can we do something so telltale series i want mm-hmm. to i want to figure out like okay okay this game actually has me really jazzed even though i'm not super into nickelback I want to start the game. I'm sorry that your brain was rotted by the memes. <laughs> no, they I make just, good music. You and I have had this conversation a million times. And I also think a million times And I'm times right, on the a podcast. million times. <laughs> no, it's just like their music has never really gotten me. It's never really gotten me. But I want to do. I want to start this game one of two ways. One. Spoken you... like a man who hasn't listened to. Uh-huh. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I want to start the game one of two ways. One, you are you are risen up at the beginning of the game, and it's only the lead singer. So the, the only game's... Chad Kroger. Please so the... put some respect on his name. <laughs> only Chad Kroger. So the game, uh, part of the game, is like going is touring around the world to find the corpses of the rest of your bandmates. And as you yes. get more bandmates, you get access to more songs. Two, the other option is is everybody spawns in or is everybody's risen at the beginning of the game, but they're also zombies and they forgot like the majority of their songs. Like they remember how to play, but they lost their so- they lost like all their music, so they have to tour. They lost the inspirations. They're alive. They're there. They try to play the song, but it just isn't quite right. And so each band member has a different MacGuffin that they have to get while on this world tour. Oh, Perhaps for Chad Kroger, it is okay. the perfect leather jacket. Perhaps oh, for one of the members, it is a special pick. Okay. Perhaps for one, it is just simply a bottle of alcohol. <laughs> the finest, the finest booze money could buy. The f- the finest beer found. The finest ever. beer. <laughs> um, no, I li- I'm just trying to think of like I like that because the inspiration. It, I'm trying to figure out like how do you uh, not have all of the songs at the beginning of the game? Like you have to like go through their discography as the course of the game. And I think each like telltale like chapter or something you. 
is about like a certain band member. So how many how many band members are in like uh, four Nickelback? to my knowledge? So each there are four chapters to this game, and each chapter is like or let's say five because like the first chapter is like you guys getting a feel for like being alive again you realize the world and you get to explore and by the end of it it's like by the end of the first chapter it's like all right we need to go on this world tour to get our inspiration back and bring in enjoyment to the masses now so, of course all of these will be named after their four greatest albums each chapter we have the ooh. long road all the right reasons here and now feed the machine no Fuck fixed address is fine but feed the machine is just a better album feed the everybody. machine feed the machine has to be about the alcohol one like a that's the feed the machine he is the machine that needs to be fed and his and i his like that is it's booze. also the album where nickelback makes the hardest stance and feels like a punk band yet again there's a lot of anti-capitalist yeah. messaging in feed the machine fuck yeah i mean yeah it's i mean that makes it makes sense about feeding the machine it's a good fucking album dog <laughs> Okay, so what are what is the other? I think maybe the next step is like let's list your out al the albums that you chose again, and we'll f we'll assign this to a band member, and we talk about like roughly what happens in each chapter. So I right, is, we're gonna go out of order. We do all the right reasons first. This is of course the the call to action for our heroes. The resurrection. This is, we've been brought back to life for all the right reasons. Yes. Yes. Let's go. Let's yes. do this. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. Um, and that's like that's that is them just kind of like I, I feel like uh, pitch me on uh, let me pitch you on this could yeah. the telltale gameplay of how we go through each of these chapters is each chapter ends in a guitar hero like song but there are a bunch of like little mini games throughout the telltale uh, chapter that require you to that require rhythm elements so it's like you find see your my thought again. was that we should yes I love the idea of a rhythm we do we add a rhythm element to the conversations that's this way like as you're talking you have to like you can't speak up too soon you can't speak up too late Mm -hmm, Here's mm -hmm. the other thing that I want to do, though. I think that we should do more songs. I think that the, it should be it should flow like a full blown musical. Okay, you should be singing by the time like by five minutes into this song a, okay. or into this game, a song starts. Uh huh. A, okay, I, think, I like. I, I think like we it. kick it off with photograph. Like we start the game, opening credits roll. Um, we get the reveal that our characters have been brought back to life. Chad Kroger stands up, and we immediately break into photograph. <laughs> okay, I like that. I think it's we get photograph out of the way first and foremost. We just mm -hmm. knock it out of the park. We don't have to worry about it. Boom, photograph's gone. One of his band members is like, I don't know if I want to do this. This will be about 10, 15 minutes in later once we've done all of the introductions for our four main characters, our mm -hmm. five main characters, our four Nickelback members and the manager. Uh -huh. um, one of them is like, I don't know if I want to do this. Bam, we hit him with follow you home. Okay, so it's like each scene or, ends with a musical. Or instead of follow you home, maybe we instead hit them with a if everyone cared. I like if everyone cared much better <laughs> as the song that we use to get the band. Like now everybody's into it. Like everyone's like, well, okay. I'm like kind of a zombie. I don't know if I really want to do this. The world's over. Uh -huh. And they're like, um, could we really change much in the post-apocalypse? And their manager starts off, starts singing if everyone cared. And before they know it, the whole band is in a huge cacophony. They're all singing. Uh -huh. that it's it, if it, it's if everyone cared and you're playing guitar hero boom credits on to the next chapter okay let me let me make one addendum to this i don't i think let's look at this as an episodic sort of adventure 
not a okay. Telltale adventure because the thing about Telltale is there are alternate paths, and I don't think this is a game that has alternate paths. I think it should no. just be like edited like it's fucking Baby Driver, where it's just like song to song to song to song with like a little bit of dialogue in between those songs. And it's just, it's this whole adventure of like, just it's a musical like you pitch yeah I, it's, I think that it's works what if way what better. if the guitar hero game just rolled song to song with little cutscenes? yeah so you don't really get to pick um but you get to i mean there should be a free play mode where you do get to play a bunch of nickelback songs like um but that's not the point of the video game we're yeah, making yeah. we'll yeah. have that there for the arcade so we can make that big money yeah uh <laughs> selling the round one or whatever but for <laughs> for starters for the core game we need our uh, set oh set list i, I I love this. So each chapter is named off an album and like the songs of that chapter are from that album specifically. Yes. Oh my God. I love this. This You know what this kind of reminds me of? Um, there's this game I really, I, I churned out in like a weekend and it was so much fun. It's called Ape Out, which is like, uh, it's, it's like, it's just a brutal basically, uh, God, I don't even know what, how, how the fucking describe it, but you're an ape. And you're going around levels and just beating the shit out of guards to get out. And it's all okay, how done. Does this, how does this video game remind you of Ape Out? Because I'm, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. Um, each chapter is labeled as if it's an album. Because all of the fighting is done to the rhythm of freeform jazz. And it's like. It's oh, big, shit, really? It's, it's, dude, it's so fucking good. Like, I would totally recommend it. And, like, each level is designed as if it was, like, a, a vinyl that you're listening to. Um, so like each level kind of has like a fun little animation of what that song is called. Um, it, it's super cool. It's super cool, but it's like, it, 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 I'd like the flow of that where it goes just like beat to beat to beat. And I think this game will have like a similar thing of like, it goes from song to song to song, emotion to emotion to emotion. And I think, I think that's super fun. I think it, it, it it's just guitar hero, but with like an, a better story and it's a focus on the actual band rather than just like a bunch not of only bands. a better story a supernatural story about a band that is bringing back music this is the can, first time some people might have heard music can i throw one more wrinkle at you can i throw one more wrinkle at you i yes we can use the uh the nickelback cover of the devil went down to georgia Oh, fuck, sure. That I'm wasn't down, even I'm a question. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a cool callback to the original Guitar Hero series as it culminates and ends with a section where Chad Kroger must play against the devil. I, oh, that's fucking rule. It's like how, it's like, it's like, uh, what's it called? Um, the the backing uh the back the, the story right here is the reason they're also kind of on the run is they're not only trying to get their inspiration back but there's like a group of like uh devil desperados yeah, the, and cowboys the, man the manager pushes them and she's like go 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 we have to start the world tour and then like yeah. every time they're attacked she's like it's crazy some people just don't like music haha <laughs> and then the ha like halfway point she's like okay look I, I did still... necromancy on you. I knew you guys knew that part already. Um, the devil super wants you all dead again. So yes, yes. You good have luck a deficit that. that needs to be paid, and that's like he's like the big bad, and he's a, a dude. I I fucking love this because I want him to be. Um, there's this novel I'm reading uh, called uh, from Brom, and it, it's like about them going to hell, but hell is like. Uh, it's it, it, about a guy going to hell, but hell is like as if it was like an old west time. And all of like the guards are done are 
put is like desperate. Oh, actually, no. Here's a better example. Uh, east from uh, east to west, or east from west, or something like that. Comic book series where the devil is just like, uh, or death is just like this all white specter oh, that rides the a weird white west horse. comic book. Okay. Yeah, I kind of want to take that vibe where like. He, the devil is very obviously like a share uh, an evil sheriff type um yes. that's trying to keep the uh, trying to keep music down the other wrinkle i wanted to throw at you is i love the idea of that this necromancer is not unique and that there are other necromancers in the world who have risen other famous bands from the time. One, this means we can get DLC to this game where we follow other bands in their uh world tour around the uh around the desert wastes but we can also have battle of the band sections. AJ, you just want the Avril you just want to get Avril Lavigne mixed up in here, don't you? Did Avril Lavigne feature on a Nickelback song? I know I, Wasn't I know. she who Chad Kroger married? I, I don't know. You're asking a guy that knows like nothing outside of, outside of photograph from Nickelback. Yeah, even Chad, then, Kro- Chad Kroger is married to Avril Lavigne. Holy shit! She comes back and she's like pursuing her own music career, and we have this. No, beat. they are no longer married. They were only married for two years, but they but were married for a period of time. That's the juice of it, though, is that Avril Lavigne comes back, and there's this tension where she's like, "I want to bring music to the wild west, the wild wasteland," and then Chad Kroger's like, "I want to." bring a wild west music to the or i want to bring music back to the wild wasteland and there's just this tension of like this versus and like he finds out maybe like that's part of his inspiration is is he needed that like little bit of competition he needed, he needed that tension that yeah, tension he needed, he needed that to feel what, alive yeah i think and maybe that that'll be like the last chapter because I, I i love the idea of like other there are other necromancers that are all like those are the music producers of this world which is like that's that just that just it sounds so fucking funny to me where it's like all the necromancers they're like yeah I could raise undead armies whatever and like no I just want to bring back a fucking pop band from like 300 years ago that Do nobody we make else a knows nod except to me. the hit indie video game Crypt of the Necro Dancer and call all the necromancers necro dancers necro or could we get sued for that uh I mean this is a rhythm game yeah, I don't know. I feel like we can do. I think we can come up with something better that is inspired by Nickelback. Um, okay, do it right now. Uh, uh, Nickelmancer. Perfect. Print. <laughs> Cut. Print. Good to go. Blake, I want to put a pin in our Nickelback rock opera video game. Why don't you give me a song or a, ge- a video game? Sorry, I. I'm just thinking about music now. I'm also having a very hard time talking with my words today. Don't, Blake, don't give you me a. It video game to talk okay, about this this one comes to us i i do need to preface this i did choose this one because i just got done watching um the menu which you and i had a, a really fun in-depth conversation about because it's like you and i had very wildly different opinions on that movie and yeah the I, menu is fight club for service workers <laughs> but i also but see i completely disagree i mean it's like i think that's an element of and it and you're wrong but i'm smarter no and bigger <laughs> No, I think it is I think it's a movie about the death of passion and I think the service worker element is only a part of it. I don't want to spoil it, but seriously, go watch the menu. It's a really good time. This one Go comes watch to Fight Club for Service Workers. Jesus. No, it's not Fight Club for Service Workers. Like how how is it Fight just Club? Just like how Midsummer is Fight Club for Girls. That's, this is Fight Club for Service Workers. You can't just workers. say you can't just say things and and without I con- can and they mean things. I can say whatever 
I want. This is no, the they internet. don't mean they don't mean anything other than taking up like the space, taking up the space in my ears. That's all that means. That's all it is. No, I I said that, and some <laughs> listener, their whole brain unlocked, like they were looking into the matrix. <laughs> Jesus. All right, this one comes to us on Twitter from They Gaz only at see numbers. Just, just Gazer. A wine game. You control but a single overworked sommelier making up lies about the wine and trying desperately <laughs> to keep them all straight. Don't get caught or you'll be fired by your snob of a boss. I want to do... You are. I want to do like a diner dash game where you have to like serve up wine based on... And know like roughly... Interesting that you were thinking Diner Dash because my thought immediately went to the gunplay. Gunplay, I guess, is what we could call it, of Danganronpa, where like you were hearing people say things and you have to shoot the correct word with the correct lie and fib. You have to say like, oh, well, it's very chocolatey. And then somebody will say something about bitterness and you'll be like, well, I said it was chocolatey, idiot. There's no bitterness. It's a very sweet wine. So, okay, but how, if you're a sommelier that is lying, how do you know that information? Like that's You have the- to remember all of the flavors that you have said at the very beginning. You ha- oh, you have to remember your lies. Okay. And you have to make sure that you don't shoot something that would contradict one of the things that you already said. So it's like I hope people have played Danganronpa or watched Danganronpa playthroughs by this point in their lives if they're dude, listening to this show. It's like a, it's like a it's like a 15-year-old game. Like not a 15-year-old game, like a 12-year-old game. Like I'm sure people Should know we about explain it. how it works a little bit? Yes, but I want to I, I want to clarify the context of of what you're pitching. So you're saying we are we tell a fib at the beginning of uh of like the pouring. Like the person's like, "Oh, what's that hint at the end of it?" and you say, "Oh, that's a chocolate note." You need to remember that you said there was a chocolate note at the end of this of this drinking and it's just this constant like they're giving you setups that you need to answer and then remember because later in the conversation or later in the night when you come back to that table, you need to remember that specific conversation you had. Yes. Um, Maybe it's even that like the the person's like you, there's a server that says like, oh, and these are all the ingredients that are in this one. Uh, and you have to remember all of that. That yes. way when you talk to somebody later, they'll say, and is that a, is that a little bit of a turmeric I taste? And you have to be like, was that turmeric? Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. and, the, and the stink of this game is that each table is different. So it's like you need to remember like ongoing lies from multiple tables. So like yeah, the, you the, haven't tasted any of these. You only yes. remember the flavors. Yes, or only remember or, the ingredients, or what you told people, like, or what you told people was in it. I think is more important because like maintaining the lie or something like that. Um. Oh my god! And I can picture this game getting even wilder. Of like, I think part of I think part of the lie, if you think about it, Blake, is the fact that the gamer has to tell people what it tastes like, and the gamer has tasted no wine. Is that not a lie in itself? Is playing the game not a lie? Uh, you think about yes, it and a we, little and, bit. And we pitch this as you are a 19 year old that looks like they're 22. And that's the reason you got this job. So you, you legally cannot drink this wine. You're you're willing to lie and serve this wine, but break the law and drink underage? No, thank you. Won't do that. I need so that. here's how the game works. is You will be given... Um, the way this would work if it was just a one-to-one recreation of Danganronpa is you would be given truth bullets. Think of these mm-hmm. as words that you need to cycle through to 
these are words that you can cycle through as if they were a bullet. You will mm-hmm. talk to somebody, and when they speak, words will come on screen. At some point, when they say something along the lines of, this wine is very sweet, you would then be able to shoot that sentence that is on screen with some sort of sour ingredient. Mm-hmm. Uh, citric acid, just pure citric acid is in this wine. You would then cycle through the bullets that you have to grab the citric acid bullet and then shoot the text on screen that says sweet. Uh, This is how your character is correcting somebody to say, no, 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 sir. That is simply a sweetness that your palate may not be trained to register yet. The Mm -hmm. palate is very close on your tongue. Okay. No, so I like you were given be- all of the ingredients at the very beginning of oh, the game, and those having are no like the, real those understanding are the of how they will in interact. Your, in your, it, those are the cha- the bullets that you have in your mind gun. So you got to make sure the proper bullet is like chambered to the correct answer. So you can like shoot. So it's okay. So it's like an arcade shooter, but also a memory game. I like that. I like that a lot. That's super fun. So what happens? See the like, Danganronpa games, they would give you the option to go back and look at all of Danganronpa games do two things to make this a uh, little bit more digestible for the player. One, yeah. they let you pause the game and look at what the truth bullets really mean uh, because you'd be able to say, well, what is, what is this? What is gun evidence? What is gun evidence? And the video game of Denkenronpa only a lot gives you like three bullets per round. So you can't get it mixed up. Mm-hmm. This video game, we have five tables that are each drinking three wines, which means yeah. that there is a f- total of 15 wine bottles. You have been given a list of all of the ingredients for all 15 wine bottles. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go through and sort out which bottles are and which ingredients are in which wines that got put at which table. Oh, my God. Citric acid is only in one fucking bottle in the whole thing. Oh, okay. So you have the, to remember that. So all the wines have a set list of ingredients. There's like 20 ingredients, but not every wine will use... Uh, only a couple, only like certain wines will use certain ingredients. So you only need to memorize like 20 things, but you need to remember what of those 20 things are in what specific wines. Correct. And th- okay, interesting. And I think the wrinkle of this game is that the game progressively gets uh, like start. It starts small where you have one table and you have five wines that you need to manage. And each level, more wines and more tables are added. And so it's like as the game goes on, you can be you go from one table to 10 tables and 20 different wines. But then you can also maybe like one of the things that um, I, I again for like service workers and stuff is like you have to remember somebody's like regular order or like, hey, give me that thing you served me like last week or something like just becomes it becomes an absurd game of memory. So it's you not only need to remember ingredients, you need to remember like what that person likes or it's like what that person ordered like late earlier in the night. Um, I'm also imagining like people will switch up. Being and like, they're hey, stupid. I... They'll say things that are contradictory. They'll say, oh, could you give me something that I had last week? I believe it was sweet. And this idiot was drinking a dry wine. This uh, dumbard. So dumb. now you have to make the judgment dumbard? call. Is that a Do name? they want a sweet that's what I called them. They'll have to say, do I give them a sweet wine or a dry wine? Mm-hmm. Honestly, this person doesn't know or give a shit. Maybe I'll just grab them whatever I can remember the ingredients better of. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I like this. I like this. I think it's time we go to a nug. We need to figure it out. And tell me why it isn't our Nickelback post-apocalyptic song. 
I have no reason why it's not the Nickelback from the Dead uh, rock opera video. Nickelback from Oh my God, I was trying to think of like a name, and it's it's fucking right there, isn't it? I was thinking like, oh, it'd be kind of fun to do like maybe we take one of their songs, like if today was your last day, which kind of implies like a death thing. But I think Nickelback from if the today dead is, is your like, last day is Blake. That is simply if everyone cared. The song that I already said is going to be in the first uh, couple minutes. Wait, if today was your last day, I thought. It, it, that's the that, song I'm, title is if everyone cared come on no it says if no it's like is the third single from nickelback's studio album dark horse but was scrapped at the first yeah no i i don't think that's the name of the song buddy if today was your last day is like is what google says oh shit you're right i'm sorry i didn't like dark horse very much so i didn't listen to that album as often Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So Nickelback from the Dead. All right. Let's figure out what is our end game. Like, how does this game end? I feel we already like... decided that the the devil continues to hound you down. You do the whole feed the machine album where you're trying to speak to power, and Nickelback turns around and starts waging war with the devil. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they are the devil from the Bible, and so you eventually get stuck in a one on one. And then we do a fun callback to the original God- Guitar Hero Three, where Chad Kroger plays off against the devil, and we do get to use their cover of "The Devil Went Down to Georgia" oh by Nickelback God. and Dave Martone. And the whole thing ends in Georgia, like that. That. That is fucking brilliant, actually. And the game ends with like, do you, okay? So here, here's the thing. I think I want to play on our themes that we've established. It is about finding your okay. inspiration. It's about we finding should, your inspiration. We should have at some point in the game, he goes up against the devil, and maybe they don't play "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." They play some other like devil theme song, like uh, "Out of Time Man" or something. It just. Actually, oh, no. The it devil has, just fucking smokes. Just him. fucking smokes him because he doesn't have his inspiration back. And I think the and end he of thought the game, he did. He could have sworn he had it. Yes. Back. He was like, yes. "But I'm out here. I'm touring. Yes. I got the inspiration back for the rest of my bandmates, and I have my cool jacket. What could mm-hmm. I possibly still be missing?" Yes. Yes. And a, a, what's it called? So we fucking. So he gets fucking just destroyed, and the devil's like. <laughs> And they maybe maybe they escape, maybe they get out right before he reaps their souls, or just something like maybe the devil lets them go uh, just to like play with them a little bit. Um, uh-huh. And so now it's like I want the end of the game to be building on our the themes that we've established is like maybe he gets his inspiration back because uh, Avril Ravine, right? Levine is that his ex-wife? I think Avril Lavigne shows up and he get, he understands that what he's missing is that level of tension. He's missing some sort of conflict. He misses he misses music being like physically about or against something. And mm-hmm. then we go into the Feed the Machine album. Yes, yes. So it's like him finding him like basically going to war with like a sta- like the wasteland establishment or just figuring yes. out that his music can have purpose and like unite people. Um, and then when the devil shows up. I feel like during the fucking what would be so fucking cool is that um when the uh, devil went down to Georgia when like the the good guy rock solo begins I think it should be all of the other bands that have been risen to compete in this battle of the bands or something help him with the solo so you picture like 10 guitar 10 of the most famous guitarists from a bunch of different like famous bands of our time all chiming in with Chad Kroger, like working backing to Chad Kroger. Who's who is in your early two thousands rock Avengers? Uh, 
early here hold on early 2000s rock bands um Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Park, Green Day. Like, fucking... yes, we can put M. Shinoda in here. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, f- fucking Foo Fighters. Uh, the White Stripes. So, uh, something. What's his name? Something. Uh, Jack White is fucking doing sick guitar licks. The guitarist from Green Day. The guitarist from Jack... Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Um, holy shit! There's like a lot of amazing rock kings of leon paramore's there the black keys eh. black keys aren't, all sorts of good. everyone's there it's yeah. a real smash brothers moment and and they're, and they're all they're like all going to war with the devil yes they're all going to war because they all like they because they're all undead so they all like are being chased by the devil and his cronies and they're like we're gonna banish the devil we're gonna commit that maybe that's the end of the game is like they were gonna we're gonna do one giant fucking rock concert in georgia and it's gonna call it's gonna be called the banish the devil banish the devil tour um <laughs> and it's, it's the devil, like it's the devil's goodbye tour the devil's goodbye that's so fucking cart- like artistic and nice holy shit i love this i love this wow i'm hyped i'm hyped for our nickelback game nickelback from the dead Blake, that's a game that's thank a you fucking... so much for in- for just holy giving shit. me a little bit of time to do a chad kroger fanfic I, you know what? I'm all about it. I God, I, I kind of want to build like a poster for this, like the tour, uh, the goodbye, De- goodbye devil tour. Um, and it's just like all of the locations are just like little shanty towns around like the post-apocalyptic wasteland of America. Oh my gosh. Awesome. 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 Blake, that's right. a game. That's a fucking game. Are we ready for patch notes? I'm ready to go to patch notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Blake and I really want one thing from you guys this time. We got one little update for you, and that's that we need you to write nice things about us. (laughs) Please give us a review. Only say good things or say bad things, things. but leave us five stars. If you would be so kind, leave us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify. It would mean the world to us. We have fragile egos that need to be fed. We are the machine that needs to be fed, honestly. And I think that's going to be really where we leave it this week. Nothing too big for us. Mm. As always, our intro and outro is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.